Welcome back to the Stories from the Woods podcast. Welcome back, listeners. Hope you had a great first full week of the new year, back in your routines, and hopefully you've maybe made some slight changes in your life that are better for you and all around you. Now, typically, I do these episodes by myself, uh, unless I have one of my family members on here, other than the one interview we did have last year with our author, Jill. So I thought it'd be good to have a guest on at least one episode every week, and uh, we'll try it out, see how it goes. And today, I have um, a new guest. This is my friend, Franklin. Do you want to say hi to the audience, Franklin? Sure. My name is Franklin. What's yours? Oh, well, Franklin, they, they can't respond to you. They're just listening. It's not an interactive live show. So you can tell them what you want them to hear, but they're not going to be able to tell anything back. Oh, really? Well, that's interesting. Well, I guess I want to say hi. And I'm just happy to be here on the podcast. It's really cool. Um, thanks for having me on here. Excited to hear the stories that we got today. Yeah, Franklin. Glad you could join me. Uh, we've got a story today for you. Excited about it. It's one I just thought of the other day when I was actually walking in our church. There was a lost and found there, and it gave me the idea of this. Uh, and the story is simply going to be called The Lost and Found. Oh, really? What What do you mean, lost and found? Oh, you don't know, Franklin? There's there's places, sometimes it's at your school or your church or sometimes public places where somebody might lose something and it gets put in a lost and found. Oh, really? Oh, well, that's crazy. Maybe that's where my hat is. Oh, you lost your hat, Franklin? Yeah, I lost it uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, where were you? Well, I was at the ski resort. Oh, you ski, Franklin? Yeah, I was skiing on the hills, and I lost my hat, and I couldn't find it. Well, they might have a lost and found there at the ski resort, or they keep lost uh, articles. I'm sure you're not the only one that loses something there when you're skiing. Oh, well, let's go back. Well, I'm sure you could go back and find it. I'm sure you could ask. Well, yeah, I'm going to go back today, and I'm going to ask. didn't know there was lost and found. So what's that got to do with the story? Oh, well, my story is going to be talking about and kind of being the articles that are lost and their conversations with each other. You know, sometimes you have one lost shoe or you have a lost stuffed animal or something along those lines. And I'm, the story is about those becoming characters in the story, talking to each other about their stories. Oh, really? That's pretty cool. Well, I'm really thinking about Anything else that I've lost and how I could find it and how sad they may be. I mean, my hat, I mean, that's got to be sad all by itself. But I guess if there's other lost articles, they, they could be having a good time, I guess. Yeah, Franklin, I mean, definitely. But I suppose sometimes there's only one thing in the lost and found, and that would be pretty sad. But otherwise, they're sharing the space with other articles of clothing or toys or whatever it may be. So listeners, if you ever lose anything... Always check to see if there's a lost and found where you think you last had the thing that you lost, and maybe they'll be able to find it for you. Well, thanks, Franklin, for joining me today, and we'll get back uh, next week, and we'll have another chat about something new. Okay, great. Yeah, thanks again for having me, and uh, looking forward to talking to your audience. Remember, my name's Franklin. What's yours? All right, thanks, Franklin. We'll get right into the story now. The Lost and Found the halls were quiet now, for all the kids had gone home for the day. Only a few teachers remained, finishing up a few last-minute tasks. Joe, the custodian, walked the halls, cleaning up after another day of school at Pierce Elementary. 
As he passed Mrs. Harper's classroom, he noticed a black mitten with white sparkles on the floor next to one of the lockers. This locker had the names Ashley and Jessica on it. Who knows if this belongs to one of them or another kid that passed this hallway today. Joe picks it up and sets it in a small bin on his cart. The bin also contained a baseball hat with the logo of a local sports team and a small stuffed white rabbit that he had picked up earlier in the evening. He made his way to a table just outside the main office, near the school entrance. He pulled out the three items from his bin and set them on the table that already contained a black winter hat with a yellow fluffy ball on top, a plain white sock, a single turquoise shoe with white laces, a rainbow-colored slap bracelet, a green fidget spinner, and a ladybug pillow pet. Joe walked away to finish the rest of his duties before he called it a day. After he left, the white sock said, Welcome back to the lost and found, Maggie. He was speaking to the mitten that had been dropped off. You are back sooner than I thought. Ashley lost you again? Yes, Tony, responded Maggie. She is always in a rush at the end of the day, and too often I fall from the side pocket of her backpack. I just do not understand how Shelley, my twin sister, the other matching mitten, never falls out. I am sure she will pick you up tomorrow morning when she arrives, Tony confidently noted. Yes, I actually prefer to be here. It's too much of a chance of being picked up by Boris, Ashley's dog, when at home. Slobber is not good for my looks. Uh, sorry to interrupt, said the white rabbit, but did you say this is the lost and found? Why, yes, dear. Excuse my friends, said the ladybug. We should welcome our newcomers before we get into conversations with those you know. I'm Taylor, and have been here the longest. We are those items that kids of Pierce Elementary have lost, but have not been found. Or they don't want to be found, piped up the rainbow slap bracelet. Oh, don't scare the newcomers just because you're a little frustrated that Mike has not found you yet. Remember, many of us have been here for a while as well. Hope is all there is for us. So what are your names? asked Taylor to the white rabbit and the baseball hat. I am Chloe, said the white rabbit. And my name is Jerome, added the hat. Well, welcome. You have already met myself, Taylor, Tony, pointing to the white sock, and Mike, pointing to the slap bracelet. Let me introduce you to the others. Rufus is the black hat, Grace is the fidget spinner, and the shoe is Tara. We're all waiting for our owners to claim us. Some owners, like Maggie, will notice right away that you are missing. Others forget and need some help from their parents. And then there's the group that might not claim you at all. What happens in that case? asked Jerome. Well, at the end of the year, the items that are left in the lost and found are taken away. I'm not sure what happens, because... All who have gone have never been seen again. But I like to think they're donated to a new owner. Who would want an old sock that doesn't even have a matching sock? Tony said with disgust. I think we're all dumped in the trash. That is the expectation I have anyway. Terry left me in his boot. and He came back for the boot, but not for me. I'm sorry to hear that. It must be scary being left behind, sympathized Chloe. I hope my little Sherry will notice I am gone. I'm sure Ronald will find me tomorrow, Jerome said with confidence. He wears me almost every day. The only reason I was lost today is because his so-called friend Buster 
knocked his hat off on the way out to the bus, and the crowd knocked me around into a classroom. After more conversation, the group fell fast asleep until the morning, when the hallway lights were turned on. Each and every one of them anticipated the entrance doors to the school opening with the children rushing in. It did not quite happen that way. A few came in early. They were dropped off by their parents. A few more trickled in, but none of them were their owners. The buses began to roll in. Finally, the rush of children came through the doors more quickly. Most moved past the lost and found table as if they did not know it existed, which was true for some of these boys and girls. Ashley was the first child to look at the lost and found, and she spotted Maggie. I'm so glad you're here. I have to stop losing you. I miss your warmth when I'm waiting at the bus stop. Maggie spoke to the group. Goodbye. I'm sure I will be back here any day now, but it's sure nice to know that I'm important. That was probably not the best thing to say to this group of lost souls, but she did not mean it to hurt anyone. She was just excited to be back with her owner. Sherry, Chloe's owner, came through the door but walked right by the table. I'm sure she just forgot to check today or maybe she thinks you're still in her backpack, said Taylor. This gave Chloe some hope. However, when Ronald walked in that morning, he was wearing a different hat for a different sports team and he did not even bother to look at the table. That broke Jerome's heart as he sat quietly watching this new hat sit high on Ronald's head. He just moved on without even trying to find me. He's probably just excited to wear something different, but it will look for you once he realizes it doesn't fit as good as you did, said Rufus, the winter hat. Shortly after that comment, a mother walked into the school with Hannah, her daughter. Here is the lost and found table, Hannah. See, there is your hat right there. Check the tag inside to make sure your name is in there. Hannah grabbed Rufus and looked inside and found her name written on a little white tag inside. Thanks, Mom. You're welcome. Now make sure you have it before you leave today. How do you think you can remember it? asked her mother. I should just wear it home, even if it's not that cold outside. Goodbye, gang, said Rufus to the others. I hope you're all reunite with your owners soon. All the children had seemed to come into the school by now. The hope for being picked up today was slim. Chloe and Jerome are really sad, said Grace to Taylor as she twirled. I know, but it's the first day. They'll be fine eventually, responded Taylor. Are you sure? asked Grace. I mean, look how bad it's gotten for Tony and Mike. We just have to do our best to keep looking at the positive, said Taylor. Days passed, and a few new items came in, but no one was found. All the items were feeling a little bit down, and then Ronald walked into the school and walked by the table. He spotted Jerome, and a big smile crossed his face, and he grabbed the hat. He looked on the inside tag to verify his name was in there, but he knew he didn't need to see that, because when he placed Jerome on his head, it fit perfectly. I really missed how well you fit on my head. I thought I lost you forever. Ronald walked down the hall, excited. This now gave hope to the rest of them, as they all waved goodbye to Jerome. Later that same day, Sherry came over to the table, led by her first grade teacher. Maybe Chloe's in here, Sherry, 
Sherry was visibly upset, with tears running down her face. But that quickly disappeared as her face lit up and joy filled her face when she picked up Chloe among the other lost and found items. She hugged the white rabbit. Why did you hop off? I really needed you today after I hurt myself on the playground and you were not there in my backpack. Thanks, Mr. Thomas, for helping me find my rabbit, Chloe. You are welcome. Now you know where to look if you ever lose anything at school again. Now time to go back to class. As they were leaving, Chloe was torn with emotions. She was found, but now she was leaving her new friends. Goodbye, everybody, and keep hope that you will be found. Thanks, Taylor, for being so positive. I'm sure your owner will find you, too. The group smiled as they watched Chloe go. They were happy for her, and it did give them some hope. But the rest of their journeys can be told a different day. This concludes Lost and Found. If you'd like to support Stories from the Woods podcast, you can leave us a review, make a donation using the link in the show notes, or share the podcast with family, friends, local libraries, and schools. Remember to check out our past episodes and to subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. Thanks again for listening. This podcast features the song Surreal Forest by Medane, available under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial License.